What's up, guys? Welcome to the Social Bamboo Podcast, teaching only the fastest and most sustainable social media growth strategies out there. I'm your host, Derek Fidel, and on today's episode, we are rewinding back to a classic, one of my most played episodes ever, but it's just a little bit out of date now. I am speaking about episode 27, the full guide to hashtags, and uh, this is... An episode where I was still in the early days of recording a podcast. So one, I recorded it on my phone. Two, I, I remember this day. I recorded it in a gas station parking lot. And it took me about three attempts to do this episode because I had like my mom call me halfway during one. And then I'm like, all right, putting on airplane mode, screwed up the second one. I don't know. I, re- I just remember it took me a couple hours of being in this gas station parking lot because back then I just recorded the podcast on my phone in between my uh, sales appointments because I was still working that day job, but had to get podcasts out, right? And uh, yeah, the uh, in order to put my background track on it, I had to one take it. So I wasn't able to go back and then just edit parts out. So I remember it took me forever and it just is a little bit outdated, just audio quality is bad. And I referred someone the other day to like, listen to episode 27. Now we're at 131. So it's just a little bit too far back. So on this episode, this is the full, all-encompassing, no ands, it's or buts, hashtag strategy that you need to be doing for 2021 and beyond probably because it really hasn't changed much in the last couple of years. I'm just going to be giving you guys some some updated metrics and such like that so that your hashtag research is better. I'm going to give you some extra tips that I didn't give you in that previous episode on how to find better hashtags. And then the other thing I'm going to teach you is how to get your hashtags optimized over time. That is going to be the big thing that's part of this episode that was not part of the last one. And we're also going to be talking about how to do hashtags quicker. So if I don't have your attention yet, I don't know how to get it. But before we get into today's episode, remember that my clubhouse rooms are now every Tuesday morning and these things have been freaking lit. I'm not even holding back at all and I'm not overselling either like they have been freaking awesome okay i've been seeing so many of you podcast listeners showing up for these clubhouse rooms on tuesday morning and you come on and there's a lot of you that have been listening to the podcast for like over a year and there's still so many things that that you're not doing right (laughs) there's so many things that you you haven't done or executed properly from the podcast and that's the great thing about it you get to come on And then I get to actually look at your Instagram account and tell you, good try here, but this is what you need, this is what you need. And I seriously have been giving businesses such amazing value with just like five to 10 minutes of talking to you and looking at your account. Again, I'm I'm not overselling this. Like, come see what I'm talking about. You're gonna get such better advice when it's personal advice. That's why I've been telling you for years now, you should have a coach. And if you don't have a coach, you are really missing out. And it's because I can only give you so much good information on a podcast that's specific for your business. Like people DM me and they say, I don't know why my content's not trending. I can write you a couple paragraphs to tell you exactly why it's not trending. Or you could just come to my clubhouse, come on for a couple minutes. I will tell you exactly what you're doing wrong, why your hashtags aren't working, why you're not getting followers, why you're not getting sales. It's pretty clear to me really quickly. Come test me if you don't believe me. Tuesday morning, it's going down tomorrow, and it's going down every Tuesday morning. It is from 8.30 to 11 Mountain Time. I think on last podcast, I said 8.30 to noon. It's a lot of fun. We've had a ton of awesome people show up, and uh, I will really help you try to grow your own clubhouse and Instagram following when you show up to this room too. You'll really see what I mean. I mean, if you come on the mic and ask a question about your Instagram profile, 
everyone that's on the call is going to be looking at your Instagram profile, all right? So this is not a place for me to promote your business or you to promote your business, but naturally, if people are looking at your page, if they care about your business, they'll follow you, which is the only people you want to follow you anyway. So come get exposure, come meet some other podcast listeners, come get some personalized advice and uh, have a lot of fun every Tuesday morning, 8.30 to 11 a.m. on the Clubhouse. Um, Guys, this is your final warning though if you want me to follow you on clubhouse review the podcast or go like my facebook page social bamboo do either of them they're both linked in the description dm me on instagram tell me you've done it and i will go follow you on clubhouse and help you build your uh initial following okay so this is the last week that you can do this otherwise my feed is just gonna have way too many people on it that you know, have nothing to do with the rooms I'm looking for, um, but have no problem helping out you guys uh, in the early days. Uh, if you are willing to help grow the show, it would mean so much to me. So enough said there. Let's get into learning hashtags. So let's start off with the basic question. How many should you use? You can use up to 30 hashtags. And there's been a lot of theories out there. Should I use 12, 17, 27? Well, in my experience, 30 has consistently worked the best. And really, if Instagram didn't have a problem with with you using 30 hashtags, why would they allow that many? Okay, they just don't mind if you use up to the limit that they actually give the users to do. Now, why would you want to do 30 versus one? It's because you have that many more chances to rank on hashtags, that many more likes that you could potentially get. So there's really no reason not to use all 30. The only potential setbacks in using this many is that you're a little bit more likely to use a banned or hidden hashtag. And if you use a banned or hidden hashtag, it will make your entire group of tags not work. Uh, real quick, just so you know how to check, if you click on an individual hashtag, then it will bring you to the next page. If it says this hashtag has, is banned or hidden, then there you go. There's your answer. You can also use a program like IQ Hashtags. Their free version makes it so you can just start typing in hashtags and it will tell you if that tag is banned or not. For instance, hashtag desk is banned and there's a lot of them like that that you would never think would be banned because it makes no sense. Really, it's just if, a, if enough people report on a post that this is inappropriate content, it will start associating those tags that are commonly used with the reported content. And uh, yeah, it will place a ban on that hashtag. Now, if you use one banned hashtag, none of your tags will work. So you want to be very careful about this. I also use the paid version of IQ hashtags to scan my account to see for any banned hashtags that I've ever used. That's really just the main feature that I use from IQ hashtags. They have a a lot of other features, but the main thing I want to do is just use that to scan my account to see if I've ever used a banned or hidden hashtag. Because when I first got the program, I actually had some banned hashtags from like a year or two before, and I was never going to find those if I was just individually clicking on posts. And going back through your account and removing these banned and hidden hashtags can really help your reach overall. So that's the that's really the only downside with using 30 is that you're just more likely to accidentally use one of those or that you're more likely to use a unrelated hashtag. So this is the other thing that I should mention here. If you use an unrelated hashtag, so let's say that you post something that's entrepreneur related and then you do hashtag 
uh, you know, Trump 2020, Biden 2020, just because you, you think there's a lot of people on it at that time, but it's completely unrelated. If someone sees that post and then clicks don't show for this hashtag, the entire group will turn off. So you do want to use 30, but keep them relevant. They have to be about the post. You also have to make sure they're not banned or hidden. Otherwise, you should use 30. The next common question I get is, should I put them in the caption or in the comments? So here's the pros and cons. Uh, as far as them working, it's the exact same as long as you put your hashtags in the comments as soon as the post is posted. So under the hashtag, you have your top category and you have that recent category. And the recent category is obviously just all of the posts that have used that hashtag in chronological order. And if you do your post and then 10 minutes later put your hashtags into the comments, you will already be 10 minutes down the line within those recent posts. So you will have missed the opportunity to be at the top of the recent posts because it's not going off the time that you put in the hashtags. It's going in off the time of the original post. And then once ever the hashtags come in, then it will just put it into that spot on recent. So as long as you instantly put your hashtags into the comments as soon as it's posted, which I'm going to give you some tips to have them ready in a little bit here, then you will be at no disadvantage of putting them in the comments than the caption. Now, the reason why you'd want to put in the comments, and I do put them in the comments, is it's just more aesthetically pleasing. It's less, uh, you know, advertising, if you will, uh, when you have like all of these hashtags that are in your caption, especially if you're someone who writes short captions and you just write a sentence and then it's just like three hashtags right after that. It just doesn't look good. So, Put them in your comments and uh, just make sure you put them in there immediately. The one reason why why I've liked putting them in the caption in the past is because then you can go back into the post, edit it, and then copy those hashtags and then paste them into the next one, but you can't copy and paste out of the comments. So that is literally the only downside. Otherwise, I pretty much recommend everyone post them in the comments just because it's going to be that much more aesthetically pleasing. The next thing that we need to talk about what size of hashtags should you use? And this is one of the things that really has changed from how I used to talk about hashtags a couple years ago. It hasn't changed like the general strategy and the psychology behind what size of hashtags we're using. And by size, I mean how many total posts are on that tag. But uh, it has changed just because it's been a couple years after then, right? So like a post that had 2 million total posts two years ago probably has 4 to 5 million total posts this year it's still probably roughly about the same kind of competition that's active on it on a weekly basis. For this reason, it's just important to note, if someone told you in the past, make sure to use hashtags under 2 million total posts, which is what I used to tell people, then more so nowadays, it means 5 million total posts or less. And it's the same philosophy. It's the same thing. It's not going back against you know the past, what we used to say. It's that you want to use some small hashtags, some medium and some large. Now, here's basically the difference between the small total post, medium, and large. The large total post means there's a ton of competition on it, okay? Hashtag fitness, hashtag entrepreneur, these really big 100 million total posts plus ones, they are extremely hard to rank on. If you are able to rank on it, that is incredible, but at the same time, especially if you're like posting a reel where there's only one piece of real estate reserved for reels on the hashtags page right now, you'd have to be the number one reel on a hashtag to be on that page, or you're going to have to be a you know top hundred ha uh, post on that hashtag that day in order to be on the, the top hashtag page. So for that reason, 
we want to use a couple of these big hashtags for the chance that we do go viral so that it actually can go uber viral because we're trying to rank on these bigger hashtags and these medium-sized ones if i had to call medium something i would say about 100k total posts to 5 million total posts is more the medium size 5 million plus is the large these are going to be usually the sweet spot okay because the competition is less now here's the real thing that we're looking for we're looking for hashtags that have low competition and then a high amount of reach on them and this is an information that we get directly from instagram it doesn't tell us how many people follow a certain hashtag so there's a lot of ways that we can do this and find out this information part partly we're just optimizing our tags over time and just going based off of our own results but i'm going to tell you guys some programs too where you can look up to test the strength of these hashtags because ultimately the best hashtag out there would be a ton of followers but like 2k total posts you're just not gonna find that probably right and if something does have 2k po total posts 5k total posts I don't even use it at all. So here's my other rule with the uber small tags. Instagram has been around for over 10 years now. If there's a hashtag that has less than 10,000 total posts, I'd say, I don't use it at all, okay? Especially your company's name. I don't know why so many people think they need to do hashtag my company's name when your company's name has less than 100 total posts on it. No one follows it. Why are you wasting a hashtag doing hashtag your company's name unless you've created a system where all of your followers follow that hashtag too? It would help you, you know, not at all. So stop hashtagging your company's name. Don't use anything under 10,000 total posts. The only exception to this would be like a new trend just starting. You know the hashtag's about to blow up would be the only time I'd make an exception for that. That would be really hard to do. You gotta be really ahead of the trend to be catching it that early. These medium hashtags though, or the small hashtags, I guess I'll say 10,000 to about 100,000 total posts. These obviously have less competition and they can have high followers and those are the best ones, right? High followers, low competition, that's what we're looking for. The thing is, is that generally speaking, when a tag has more total posts on it, it more likely has more followers on it, right? So because we don't have this direct information from Instagram of how many people follow each tag, that's why we can make a general assumption that these medium-sized ones, which are usually just a big tag plus one word, right? So fitness is a big tag. Fitness lifestyle, well, that one's probably still big just because it's such a big industry, but like Colorado fitness, fitness junkies, fitness addict, all of those kind of hashtags, those are probably more the medium ones. They're usually just like two words and it's like the main keyword plus one other suffix or a prefix on it is usually what these medium hashtags are. Plenty of exceptions to what I'm saying right there, but that's the easiest way to try to find these hashtags is just take your root word and then just look at the autocomplete and just start using some of those. Like I said, we at least know they're medium competition and they are likely medium traffic. But how can we find the ones that are lower competition and then respectively much higher people following that hashtag than some of its competitor hashtags or like the same size hashtags. Well, one of the ways that I like to do this is just by simply going on to the major hashtag in your market and then looking at some of the posts that have already gone viral. So for instance, if I am in the fitness industry, I would go to hashtag fitness, look at the top posts, and then I'm going to throw in one more thing that you should do while you're there because hashtags will never work unless your content is awesome. All right perfect hashtags, crappy content will get zero hashtag impressions.
Did you know that you can change what you taste by what you hear? How can you use sound to make a deeper connection with your clients? Can we be healed with sound? Sound influences people in their buying decisions and their daily lives. In the podcast audio branding, I explore all of this, both with my own observations as a voice actor of over 15 years and by interviewing knowledgeable professionals in the field of advertising, marketing, music, and science. To have a listen for yourself, visit audiobrandingpodcast.com. Okay, hashtag great content will get a ton of hashtags. Okay. So having perfecting your hashtags is just boosting your posts if it's already great. But when people come to me and they're like, look, I've done all your hashtag strategies. They're not working. It's not the hashtag strategies. It is your content. So the reason why I'm bringing this up right now is while you're on hashtag fitness, no one does this. I tell people to do this all the time. Actually do this, like do this right now. Go to hashtag fitness, go to the top or whatever your main hashtag is in your market, okay? And look at the content that's on the top hashtags. Go to your explore page. Does your content look like that? 99% of the world would say no. And that's why basically 1% of the top content trends on Instagram. Ultimately, none of these hashtag strategies are going to work unless you have an active focus on I need to be the top 1% of content in my industry. That's really hard. No, it's not actually because 70 out of 100 people are putting in pretty much no effort. You're probably beating most people already simply because you're watching a YouTube video or listening to my podcast right now that you are probably ahead of most of the world. So it's really not that hard to be in the top 1% of something if you have your focus there, right? So look at what the content is at the top of that tag. If you're not as good, you got work to do. That's why you're not on the hashtags page because none of that content on the top hashtags is bad content. So look at that. Be very serious with yourself. Am I here yet or am I working my way to get here? That's the first thing you need to check out. The hashtag side of things though is that it's very hard for a post to go viral while only getting one hashtag correct. So we can usually just go to these top trending hashtags in our market and then just start looking at them, right? So we're on hashtag fitness click on a post, go down to their hashtags and look to what they use. Fitness journey, fitness addict, all of these other ones, hard for a post to go viral using only one strong hashtag. So those hashtags are very likely strong, even the ones that are outside the hashtag fitness. That's the first place that I love to go do some research. You'll also find a lot of tags out there that you wouldn't think to search, right? You wouldn't think to type in and uh, autocomplete would happen. So for instance, I post a lot of Instagram marketing material. There is a hashtag that is Graham gang, hashtag Graham gang. That is a pretty strong hashtag. And I would have never found that out if I was always just typing in Instagram and looking at the autocomplete. So I found that hashtag by looking at another influencer in my market that was using that. And that's how I found out about it. So go look at what the top people in your market are using because they probably have already done a lot of the research and the groundwork and the testing for you. The other thing that you can use is a flick description. So flick.tech, I've got it linked below if you wouldn't mind using my affiliate link. But what I will tell you is I usually don't like keep this as a long-term subscription unless you're trying to like perfect your hashtags through months of work and you also are maybe like working on a bunch of different accounts, then it would be nice to have the paid version of Flick. Otherwise, you do get a seven-day free trial. You can do a lot of hashtag research within those seven days and cancel if you don't want to pay for it. But it is a useful tool to have. The reason why I recommend Flick versus other hashtag 
analysis tools is because this can actually tell us the strength of a hashtag. So what you're gonna wanna do is go on a flick, type in a root keyword in your market, and then it's gonna populate with a bunch of related keywords. And then what it's gonna tell you is it's gonna tell you the amount of competition that's on that tag, as well as the average amount of likes that happen on that post. So again, we're not getting the information from Instagram of how many people follow this hashtag, but we are getting the information of what's the average number of likes that happens when someone uses this hashtag, which is just one thing away, right? That is the direct reflection of a lot of followers on that tag. So this is great, great, great data. Now, the way that I do this is I like to use the filter and I just set it as a minimum average likes of a thousand and maximum total posts of 5 million. So then it can find all of these hashtags that are smaller than 5 million total posts, but the average post on that hashtag gets over a thousand likes and then go through that list right there and start using those tags. Those are the main two places that if you're not sure where to go, that is the quickest way to find the best hashtags in your market. Those two resources, okay? Checking other tags on viral posts and then using the Flick tool, which I have linked in the description. So now that we've figured out how to find our hashtags and we know where to put them and how many to use, let's talk about the actual execution of it. As you guys know, especially if you're doing 30 hashtags, it can take a while to type them out every single time. So we don't wanna do that. What you wanna do, I know this at least exists on iPhone, it probably exists on Android, I just don't know the exact clicks to get there. But on an iPhone, if you pull up your settings and then you go to keyboard and then you go to text replacement, you can create a quick shortcut. And I do this by creating groups of hashtags for all the different types of posts that I do in my market. So for instance, like I mentioned before, you have to have your hashtags be related to the post. Otherwise, if someone turns off one hashtag saying this is not related, it's gonna turn off all of them. So we don't wanna do that, right? They have to be related. So every company or most companies usually have a couple different kinds of posts they do. For me in the entrepreneur market, sometimes I have like Instagram marketing or social media marketing info, or maybe even YouTube marketing tips, maybe clubhouse marketing tips, or maybe I just have a general entrepreneur post. I have different groups of hashtags for each of these different kinds of posts that I would do. And you need to do this in your market as well. So the easiest way that I've done this is if I am doing my group of entrepreneur hashtags, I go into the shortcut tool and then you're going to change the phrase to be entrepreneur hashtag because hashtag entrepreneur, we're gonna have to type in a second. So I don't have it that way, but I just have it be the word and then hashtag. You can do it however you want. This is just how I do it. But if I type in entrepreneur hashtag on my Instagram post, it is going to auto populate with my 30 hashtags that I use in the entrepreneurship market. So here's the other key for optimizing them over time. It's not about just getting quicker at it and researching right in the first place, you're you're never done doing hashtag research, okay? This is an ongoing process and nothing can tell you what to do more so than your own results. Before I go into how to optimize and build your hashtags over time though, let me just one more time say, remember that just because one post does better than another one on hashtag impressions, it doesn't mean that the hashtags are better, okay? You could have a perfect hashtags and a bad post and it will get zero hashtag impressions. You can have okay and a great post and it will kill it. All right. So when we're looking at hashtag impressions, there's a lot more to it than just saying we got our hashtags right. It's just important that you know that. However, we are going to go off of that data as far as optimizing goes. Let's say I'm doing a post in the entrepreneur market. I do entrepreneur hashtag 
my 30 hashtags autocomplete. I click that. I throw them in the comments. I do the post. A day later, I go back and I check my insights and I see how many impressions it got. The other thing that I can do is I could then go back before that and say, when's my last entrepreneur related post before that, that I essentially use like that same group of hashtags. And what I do is every time I use this group of hashtags, I change about two to five of them to match up with the post and also just to change two to five of them so I can just test them out. All right. So if I had done in my last post, this group of 30 and it got a thousand hashtag impressions. And then I do this next one and I change like two to five of the hashtags and it gets 1700 hashtag impressions. Then I am going to make that be my new entrepreneur hashtag base. So all that changes over time is my base of hashtags. All right. So it, it's within, you know, if I do a motivation post, if I do an Instagram marketing post, it's going to change. Each of those base hashtags are going to get stronger and stronger and stronger. And I'm just going to be changing it up based off of if I ever have a post that does better with the hashtag impressions, then yeah, it largely does mean the content was awesome, but it also means that the hashtags were good enough, right? They were some, there were some good hashtags used in there. So if I do entrepreneur post and it gets a thousand before and the next one gets 1250, I'm going to take those two to five hashtags that I changed. I'm going to go back into my text replacement. I'm going to change those two to five tags there so that the next post, that is my new starting base of tags. I'm still going to alter two to five of those hashtags. And then if that one wins, that becomes a new base. Otherwise, your best performing base stays your base. And that has been the easiest way that I've been able to optimize hashtags over time. Do it quickly. Make sure you're using relevant ones and make sure you're using the strong ones in your niche. All right. I want it to be as quick as possible as I can because you got a busy day ahead of you. I'm sure you're an entrepreneur. You're hustling. So I'm going to let you go here. Happy hashtagging. I hope this helps. Be sure to tune in tomorrow on my clubhouse going down 8.30 to 11 mountain time. Just follow me and hit the notification bell on Clubhouse so that you get reminded. And uh, if you need an invite into Clubhouse, just DM me. I'll just need your phone number and let me be the one to let you in the app. I have no problem doing that. I've been doing it for people all week. It just looks like it's not letting me do it for international for some reason. So if you're international, which is outside of the US for me, then you might have to find someone else in your area. Otherwise, if you're in the US and no one's letting you on Clubhouse, I got you. Just shoot me a DM at Derek Vidal and I'll let you in. Thanks so much for listening and I will talk to you guys next week.